Welcome to the Keys to Life podcast. I hope you are blessed by today's message that you continue to unlock deeper intimacy in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Be blessed. Tonight I want to look at uh, Psalm 1. And I want to talk to you from uh, the subject, Blessed in Unfavorable Conditions. Okay? Blessed in unfavorable conditions. I want you to get that to your spirit. Blessed in unfavorable conditions. All right. So uh, before we really dive into it uh, tonight, I want to um, first off, we have to uh, determine uh, what blessed means. Okay. Uh, We have to dismiss uh, some of the preconceived notions uh, that we have about what it means to be blessed and what it means to be favored of God. Because many people uh, walk around uh, and talk about how blessed and highly favored uh, they are. And, uh, and I think we, we've done a great disservice to what it means to be blessed because uh, we have not taken the time to really understand the true biblical meaning of blessed. First of all, uh, being blessed does, has, does not deal with uh, a, an accumulation of material things, okay? Uh, being blessed does not deal with an accumulation of material things, okay? Uh, being blessed is about a posture. It is about a position. Uh, it is about a place that we have in God where uh, we have the favor of God upon our life. And this favor is not uh, merited, but it is an unmerited favor. And we call that grace. Okay. So being blessed uh, is not about an accumulation of things. It is not about what we have and what we don't have as far as materialistic perspectives go, but it's about who we have. All right. It is about whose presence we are in. It is about the relationship that we have with God, the right standing that we have with God um, and the hand of God that is upon our life. Right. And so uh, we're blessed not because of what we have. We're blessed because of who we have. Okay. And so with that, um, what does it mean to be blessed in an unfavorable condition? Because oftentimes when we are in unfavorable conditions, the truth of the matter is we don't feel blessed, okay? Uh, when, when our conditions seem unfair, when our conditions seem unfavorable, how is it that I can say that I have the favor of God on my life when my condition is unfavorable, all right? And so uh, what I believe we have to do uh, as Christian believers is we have to learn how to look beyond our condition, okay, and see the standing that we have with God. We have to look beyond our condition, look beyond our circumstance, look beyond our situation, our current situation, and really see the presence of God at work in our life. And that's when we can come to the knowledge that we truly are blessed even in unfavorable condition, right? So I want to look at uh, Psalm 1 and look at what the psalmist says, the the conditions that this blessed man in Psalm 1 
uh, is to encounter and is to endure. All right. Because before we get into it, uh, I have to give you this disclaimer. Uh, being blessed does not excuse us from having issues. Okay. Psalm 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. all right. So the psalmist says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Okay. So he's blessed because, uh, now I want to say because he's blessed, which means he does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He does not stand in the way of sinners and he does not sit in the seat of the scornful. Okay. Many theologians have uh, come to an agreement and some disagree that there in this particular scripture, that there is a progression of sin um, that is being displayed. All right. Uh, ungodly sinners scornful. Okay. Uh, they typically agree uh, that there is a progression of sin uh, being displayed here in Psalm one, verse one, uh, from ungodly to sinners to scornful. Some will link the first two together, ungodly and sinners. And so it's a progression of two, but many agree that it is a progression of three ungodly sinners scornful. Okay. I want to make the connection, not with the ungodly, not with the sinners, not with the scornful, but I want to make the connection of the posture of the blessed man in each of those, each of those situations. All right. Let, let's look at the posture of the blessed man. So the first thing, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Okay. That walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. That is connection. Okay. Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, does not have connection, right, with the ungodly. We who are called out of God or sanctified, set apart, we are not to take counsel of the ungodly. What does that mean? It, it, what that says to us is that our frame of mind should differ than the frame of mind than the of the world. Okay. We could be in the same situation. We can have the same circumstance, but if we are children of God, our response to those same situa situation, the same stimuli, the same circumstance should be a different response. Hallelujah. We have to make sure that we are not connected with the counsel of the ungodly. We are not governing our lives based upon ungodly principles, but our life is to be governed, as you'll see in a little bit, by the word of God, okay? So we're not to walk, have connection with the ungodly. Secondly, nor stands in the way of sinners, all right? That speaks to having contentment with sin, okay? So first, the psalmist says we're not to be connected to the ungodly or the counsel of the ungodly, nor are we to have contentment in the way of sinners. When we are standing in a group, right, when we're standing somewhere, uh, that is a sign that we are content in being in that place. We're not comfortable 
being in that place, but we are content with being in that place. When we are standing in a place, uh, that is a posture of contentment, right? In other words, that is a posture of, of a form of agreeance or, or agreement, okay? Not, not a total agreement because you have not totally committed to it, but you are in, in alignment with that mode of thinking. Otherwise, we'll walk away from that, that particular situation, okay? So, uh, the psalmist says that he that is blessed does not stand in the way of sinners. In other words, my standing, right, my lifestyle does not line up, if I'm blessed, does not line up with the way of sinners or the way of sin, okay? My standing has to change, right? My posture, my position has to change. I cannot have a position and a posture that is identical to the world. But there has to, there must be a difference between those who are in Christ, those who are in God, and those who are outside of God. Leviticus 10.10, 10, that there be a difference between the clean and the unclean, the holy and the unholy. So the blessed man does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, does not have connection with the ungodly or the counsel of the ungodly. Secondly, he does not stand in the way of sinners, is not content in the presence of sin. And thirdly, uh, does not sit in the seat of the scornful. All right. He's moved from connection to contentment now to covenant, right? Move from walking to standing to sitting. <laughs> Move from walking, constantly moving, to standing, okay, I'm going to stand still now, to sitting. Now you're comfortable in it. Covenant, all right? So the blessed man, first of all, disconnects from the sin, does not have contentment with the sin, and does not seek to have a covenant relationship with the sin, okay? Don't become comfortable with sinful actions. Don't become comfortable and then sit down in the seat of the scornful. And then sit down in, in the presence of sin and, it, and you be unbothered. That is not the characteristic of the blessed man. Hallelujah. We who are blessed, those who are blessed, seek to disconnect from sin, seek to break contentment with sin, and seek to destroy the covenant relationship that we once had with sin. All right. Verse two, we, we disconnect from all of this because we have a different desire, right? But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night, right? His desire or his delight, excuse me, is in the law of the Lord. And he meditates upon it day and night. So the reason we are not comfortable in sinful environments is because the blessed man has a desire and a delight for the law of the Lord, 
Okay? The law of the Lord. That covenant law. Covenant relationship with the God of the Bible. Okay? The, the, the covenant, the, the relationship with the, the covenant holy ordinance of our great God. Our delight should be in the word of God. Okay. Our delight is in the word of God. And it's not a, uh, a superficial delight. But it's a delight in the sense where it will drive us to meditate upon it day and night. <laughs> that, that, that spiritual discipline of studying the law of our God, that, that spiritual discipline of spending time in the word of God, that spiritual discipline of forgetting about everything else and your focus is on the word of our God, the law of our Lord. In that law, we meditate day and night. In that covenant relationship of a law, we meditate day and night. In his word, we seek to ingest it. <laughs> Hallelujah. We seek to in ingest it and, and digest it so that it becomes a part of us. Not just so it becomes, so it gets on us, but so it gets within us. Okay. We meditate upon it. To me, what that says to me is, is, is similar to uh, marinating food. All right. When you season food, oftentimes you can season the food and then cook it and it's okay. And, and the food tastes good because the seasoning is on it. Right. But oftentimes when you season it, sometimes you, you let it sit for a little while so that the seasoning can can marinate in it. So the seasoning doesn't just become on it. It becomes in it. And that is what it means to meditate on the word of God. The word of God does not just get on you, but the word of God gets in you. Hallelujah. And it's it's, it's what the psalmist says in Psalm 119 verse 11, I believe, where it says, um, uh, oh man, the scripture just escaped me. Uh, Psalm 119, uh, verse 11. That word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against God. All right. And so uh, we have to uh, meditate on the word of God day and night to the point where the word of God begins to overtake our actions and it overtakes our our thought process it overtakes our obedience level to it that we are so committed to the word of god that we meditate on it day and night thirdly and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water <laughs> that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper and this is really where I want to hang my hat on tonight. I'm not even going to deal really with verses four through six. I really want to hang my hat on verse number three and, and deal with being blessed in unfavorable condition. Because when you consider this particular psalm, when you consider this particular psalm and how it was written in ancient Palestine, which means it's written in a time 
of desert. It's written in a place where uh, in, in, in dryness, okay? It's written in a place where, written in a place where there is not much vegetation, if you will, okay? Notice what the psalmist says about the blessed man, that he is like a tree that has been planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season and his leaf shall not wither and whatsoever he do does shall prosper. I'm trying not to talk in old English, doeth and all that, doth, all that. All right, so uh, <laughs> he he's planted by the rivers of water. He brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf will not wither and whatever he does, he prospers. Notice that the tree is planted by the rivers of water. First of all, the blessed man is planted as a tree, planted by the rivers of water, which means we are secure. We are firm on our stance and our response to God. That even in unfavorable conditions, our response towards God remains the same. We are secure in our stance. We are secure in our posture. We are secure in our placement, right? Nothing changes us. Nothing wavers us. Nothing moves us. We're, we're, we stand firm in the place where God positioned us, right? Notice where the tree is. The tree is planted in the mindset backdrop of ancient Palestine in a barren land in a desert, in a dry place, but the tree remains planted. Why does a tree remain planted? Not just because that's where the planter planted them, but because the reason the tree has not died and has not shriveled up yet is because of the place in which the tree is planted. Notice where the tree is planted. The tree is planted by the rivers of water. Hallelujah. The tree is planted by the rivers of water, the ever flowing streams of water. The reason the blessed man can stay planted as a tree in a desert place in a dry season is because the planter has planted the tree by steady flows of streaming water which brings life, hallelujah, to the tree. It brings life and biblical prosperity to the tree. Not, 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 not the far, you know, outside uh, prosperity thinking that we have within the church today, but a biblical perspective of prosperity, of a blessed life. The tree has been planted in a barren land, but it's been planted by the rivers of water. So there is a steady flow of streaming water connecting to the tree. Why is that important? Because the water, the streaming flows of water gives the tree life and the ability to produce in dry seasons. <laughs> the ability to produce in unfavorable conditions, the ability to remain blessed even when the conditions are 
unfavorable. Notice what the tree is facing. All right. Before we get there, he, he, the tree is planted and able to produce, right? It says his, he brings forth his fruit in his season. Okay. Brings forth his fruit in his season, which means there are seasons where you may look as if you're being unproductive, right? That there are seasons where it feels as if we're being unproductive, but we produce when the time is right. Hallelujah. The blessed man produces when the time is right. When the time is proper, that is when God will allow the blessed man to produce in his season. All right. Galatians 6 says, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Hallelujah. And so uh, the, the tree, the blessed man planted by the rivers of water produces in his season, brings forth fruit in his season. Okay. Does not wait until his season has passed, but in his season, it brings forth fruit. In the season where it is time for him to produce, he produce, right? And we are in a season where it is time for the blessed man to produce. We're in a season where the church needs to produce. This is the hour where our community need to see the church. Hallelujah. This is the hour where the world needs to see the response of the church in the midst of a pandemic. This is the hour where the church should shine bright and be the light of Christ within the world. Because whether they believe it or not, the world needs an example of how to respond biblically in the matters of unfavorable conditions, all right? So he brings forth his fruit, he produces. His leaf shall not wither. Hallelujah. His leaf shall not wither, okay? He's not going to decay in this time, not going to draw back in this time, but instead will still maintain his brightness, his, his uh, exuberance, his... His vibrantness in a season where it may be unfavorable. What do you do when, what do you do when you, you, I may have mentioned it before, I'm not sure. What do you do when you, you are in a season where you are blessed, but the season is unfavorable? How can I claim that I have the favor of God on my life, but my season seems to be unfavorable? Here's what you do. Keep looking good. <laughs> the leaf does not wither. Continue to trust God. Continue to believe God. Don't allow your countenance to fall because the moment we allow our countenance to fall, that's when sin is crouching at the door, Cain, and will come in and have its desire upon us. And so our leaf does not wither in fate and unfavorable conditions. Our leaf does not wither, does not transform, does not change colors 
in unfavorable conditions, but in fact, we remain vibrant in the face of adversity. We remain vibrant in the face of calamity. That even when the doctor's given us a bad report, we can maintain our hope and our dependence upon God in unfavorable conditions, all right? And whatsoever he does shall prosper, okay? Whatever he puts his hand to, God says it prospers. Whatever he desires to happen, God says it prospers, okay? But we have to come to the realization, have to come to the knowledge that all of this, the, 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 this is not a reward for living right, okay? Being blessed is not a reward for living right. But being blessed is the response and the reaction and the results of living right. Does that make sense? It is not a reward for living right, but this is the results of living right. We do not earn it by our own merit, but when we follow the law that God has established, when we follow the principles of God's word, blessed shall be our portion. Hallelujah. And so notice, notice here, notice the conditions that the blessed man is in. I'm not even going to deal with verses four through six and deal with all the ungodly, but notice where, notice the conditions in which the blessed man is in. He has to compete, if you will, with the counsel of the ungodly. He has to avoid the, the way of sinners. He has to avoid the seat of the scornful. And in the contextual and historical analysis of it, he has to avoid or, or produce in a barren, dry desert. But he's blessed. He's blessed because of where his posture is, where he's been planted. He's blessed because he's been planted by the rivers of water, <laughs> by the ever-flowing streams, that even in unfavorable conditions, we can respond differently than the world because we have been planted by the rivers of water. We've been planted by the life-giving source. Hallelujah. We are, we are planted by the life-giving source. And so from that, from the life-giving source, should flow from our spirit positivity. Should flow from our spirit trust and dependence upon God. Flow, flowing from our spirit should be a response of faith rather than fear in a fearful time. Hallelujah. Because we are blessed in unfavorable conditions, what is the blessedness of it? That we are in the proper position and have the proper connection with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is the blessedness of being, uh, of, uh, that is how we maintain being blessed in unfavorable conditions. It is the fact that we are still in the presence of God. Hallelujah. We have been planted by the life-giving source. We have been planted by the rivers of water. Hallelujah. And when we are planted by the rivers of water, we 
bring forth fruit. Notice, notice, and I'm closing. When we talk about being blessed, right? I said it before, it's not about uh, an accumulation of material things. It, it is not about uh, all of that. It is, it is about a proper relationship, a proper position. Notice what this tree does. The tree produces fruit. But I've yet to see a tree eat its own fruit. The tree produces fruit, right? But I've yet to see a tree eat its own fruit. We produce not for our, our own selves. We're productive not for our own glory. We're productive not so people can uplift us. But we're productive so that we can bring bring uh, um, grace and and peace and we can bring light and hope and desire upon the people we're connected to. We're blessed, you heard this said before, so that we could be a blessing. And we have to acknowledge that in this season that God has us in this position so that we can bless those who may not have it like we have it. We're blessed because we have proper relationship, proper standing and connection with God. Being blessed is not about obtaining material things. It is not about building a, a big, wide portfolio. It is not about dollar amounts in your bank account. But it has to deal with proper position, proper alignment with our Creator, with our God, with our Lord Jesus the Christ. That is what being blessed is. And those of us who are blessed, those of us who are in proper position, proper alignment, ought to bring forth fruit in this season. Hallelujah. Bring forth fruit in this season. Produce the spirit of prayer, the ministry of prayer. Produce the ministry of studying scripture and leading group Bible studies, whether it be on, on, on the phone or whatever it is, the case you got to do in this season, produce a Christ-like attitude and mindset in the face of unfavorable conditions. For we are not to respond to the same circumstance that the world responds in. We are to have a different response, a different mentality, a different perspective, because we are the tree that's been planted by the rivers of water. And we produce because God has anointed us to produce. We're blessed even in unfavorable conditions. Why? Because God is still with us. <laughs> That's a good place to give God praise and to give God glory and to give God honor. That when everything else has become unstable, when everything else clearly has become shallow and fallow ground that can crumble at any moment. We've seen it over the past couple of weeks. That what we thought was set in stone, God has shown us that can be moved out in a, in a day, in a second. But the only thing that's remained constant, the only thing that's remained the same, is the fact that God is still God. And guess what? <laughs> We've been planted. 
right next to him. For he is that living water. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for what our eyes have seen, what our ears have heard. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the assurance and the confidence that you are with us in unfavorable conditions. That we are blessed in unfavorable conditions because your hand is still upon us. Your grace is still accessible to us. Your mercy still suits our case. And God, we ask now that you will continue to lift us up, continue to keep us covered. We pray now, Lord, for strength to continue to trust you in uncertain times. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. May heaven smile upon you. My prayers are with you. Go with God, and I promise you, he'll go with you. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. If you're not already a subscriber, I'll ask that you please subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you'd like to stay in contact with me or stay connected with me, please go to www.williamtkeys.com. God bless you. Continue to believe God.